Welcome Blizzard Gamers and everyone joining us from around the Blizzard Universe. My name is Roper. I'm known as Zalando around the Blizzard Worlds and welcome to Blizz BlizzCast. Those are words. Your source for all things Blizzard news. First thing I want to do, I want to introduce my co-host. He's a big hairy man that sucks at Hearthstone. It's Jake. Hello. Is that is that a bad Wookiee? I guess it's a bad Wookiee. You said I'm hairy, so that's the first thing that came to mind. True that. I'm hairy too. It's okay. <laughs> um... How's your 2015 going? 2015. Say I'm already doing it. Well, 2015 was awesome. Uh, 2016. How's your 2016 going so far in um, the first three days? Lots of recovery from Thursday night. I hear you. I was on a vent. It took about two days, but I'm, I think I'm okay now. I'm good. Yeah. I watched <laughs> the ball drop. Uh, watched some bands with my wife and went and lay down and went to sleep. It was very uneventful. No spicy water. Well, there was a lot of spicy water where I was. <laughs> and then they kicked me out because they wanted to go to sleep. I don't understand the sleeping stuff at 3 o'clock in the morning. but I don't like this adulting stuff anymore. Right? Uh, oh, well. <laughs> anyway, uh, this episode, guys, we're going to kind of talk about like our favorites from 2015. We did talk about what we want to see in 2016 in the last episode, but we really, we really didn't talk about what happened in 2015 because it was a lot for a lot of different for every one of their games really they did a whole bunch of different things um but before we get into any of that uh, we just want to kind of talk about like we always do what do we what do we do this week in each respective game as for me i played a whole crap ton of hearthstone as well as heroes like always um while still kind of back on the back burner we did raid this week didn't we jake we did we did yeah. We still got tomorrow left, and hopefully we get some new bosses down. That'd be great. Yeah, it's straight progression for us now. We're the first three bosses in Mythic End. So, um, what I've been kind of doing this week in Hearthstone, I've been playing a lot of Raptor Rogue. I don't have my deck list posted for people that would want to see it. I do want to get it posted. So next, I guess next show I can have it put in the show notes, so that way everybody can go see it. Um. And then we did our first team league, Jake, in yeah. Here's the Storm. And we got our butts handed to us both times. And Roper didn't trust me on how team league worked before we started it. I didn't. So <laughs> to put that into perspective, I whenever, I was used to a hero league. You go in and you get set into a certain draft order. And you can't pick for other people like you can in pro games and other things like that. Well... Jake was saying, yes, you can. I was, I was arguing, though, you couldn't. We get in there, and he goes, watch this. And he's, like, fourth in line, and he's able to lock in. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. I never knew that kind of happened, so. Yep. But it was fun either way. It was, even though we were getting our butts handed to us. <laughs> it was something new. Um, so, got a new experience with it. Uh, as Before we get into each segment, we are going to talk about one big thing it's a report on Engadget, guys. Uh, this is this affects Blizzard as a whole. Um, can you kind of give me a rundown on what that report says, Jake? Um, Activision Blizzard has now purchased uh, the majority of MLG. Uh, for those that don't know, that's Major League Gaming. Um, really has focused a lot on like not so much Blizzard games as much, but they've been focusing on a lot. It's a big esports company. Um, and it was originally COD, I think. Yeah, it was originally called Call of Duty and some other things. And I didn't read the entire article because I read that and I was like, Ugh. but forty-six million dollars was yeah. the purchase, which 
in the gaming community, as far as all that's concerned, for buying a company, that's not that much. I mean, they paid a lot more for uh, King and buying Candy Crush. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's not that much for it. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but it's definitely lower. That being said, Major League Gaming has been kind of on a downward, not a downward spiral. Um, they have been kind of on the back burner for a while now to the ELS series. Um, mm-hmm. So, the ELS even picked up Call of Duty away from MLG. So, Yeah. The thing I, I look to see a lot with this is, you know, Blizzard has always wanted to make their games big in the esports, all of them. And now with Overwatch coming in, this is just like, here's going to be the big platform for it to push Agreed. forward. Um, MLG is going to become a thing again. I think like all the Blizzard games will probably be MLG tournaments. We'll see MLG tournaments again. Um, well, I mean, Call of Duty is Activision's game anyway, and yeah. they got Destiny 2. So, I mean, you got you got Activision making their stuff, and you got Bungie making their stuff for this MLG as far as first-person shooters, and then having the Blizzard for the Overwatch, it's mm-hmm. insane. I mean, it's earlier last year they did hire uh, I can't remember his name, Mike Sepso. He was one of the co-founders for it back in 2002 when they founded MLG and Blizzard, or well, Activision Blizzard hired Mike Sepso as well as one of the guys from I think it was ESPN, one of the commenta- one of the head of commentators from ESPN right. to run their esports league. So, or not esports league, but run their esports division for the company as a whole. Well, now it's their eSport league, so... so <laughs> they have a, their own league now. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. I'm, um, I'm excited. Now, this isn't set in stone, guys. This is just an article in Engadget saying that reports are coming in saying all this. Um, Engadget's pretty much a reputable site, though, so I don't see this going away. I think this is for real deal. I agree. So, it's... it's I like where eSports is going. I mean... We saw a lot last year with Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm alone. I mean, just imagine where else it can go. Exactly. I mean, you know, the the arena stuff in WoW has never been that big of an eSport thing, but it's getting bigger and bigger now that we actually have a spectator mode that doesn't suck. Agreed, but I don't uh, see that getting I don't think much. it's going to get big, but it's gonna. I think it'll actually have localized tournaments outside of, um, oh, what is it? Those guys on Twitch, like GCD. Yeah, yeah that's what it, that's what it needs. I mean, you got. I mean, even yeah. with Heroes, Hearthstone, Hearthstone is kind of paving the way right now. But Heroes, when Overwatch comes out, they need to have their own tournament scene that run of the mill people can join. Like, like if I wanted to go join into a Heroes tournament and be a chair and just a random team that they make, or me and you can get four more people or three more people and go do a team league game. We should be able to do that without having to break our backs to find the date, break our backs to do all this. We should be able to sit down at our computers at home, join a tournament. Same thing with Hearthstone and all that. And that's where WoW, WoW hasn't had this structure for esports ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, all the esports knowledge went straight to StarCraft for the most part. So, but so I'm excited about it. This this year, I'm about to say next year. God, I'm not used to this it's 2016. 2016 already, man. You seen that thing? All those memes where it's saying this is gonna be me for the next few months correcting the five on the six. Oh yeah, I'll be doing it. I'm there, but I understand. It's a pain. So, yeah. 
Well, without further ado, let's get into who pulled. Who pulls where we talk about all wild news related information, um, just basically anything wild talk. Uh, we're going to be, like I said, we're going to be talking about what was best in 2015. Um, we saw a lot in 2015 for World of Warcraft. We saw the Legion announcement. We got Blackrock Foundry. We got Hellfire Citadel. We got selfies. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, you want to take a selfie? So this year was the year of Warlords, though. I mean, what did you think of the expansion as a whole, Jake? Um, good. I really enjoyed the expansion. The rating scene was phenomenal. The entire bit of it, like everything, was good. Um, the questing. This is probably the most fun questing I've had in a long time. The storylines are great. Um, and it could be because all the awesome cinematics and stuff they did with it, too. I really enjoyed that. And the PvP, while some people would say it's unbalanced, whatever, you know, I still had fun doing it. Ashran... It's PvP. It's always going to be... Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's balanced or not. Ashran was eh. It was okay. Um, it was okay, and then they made it better, and then they nerfed it, and then they made it better again, and they put it into the dirt. I did Now it's laying to rest. I did not enjoy playing Garrison Craft for the majority of it, but it's a good way to make money if you haven't done it yet. I did whenever it first came out. Right. Like, I was on my garrison. But it got old I, really quick. I, it's just yeah, like daily. I downloaded like, a team tour. I don't even do it on half my tunes anymore. It's not even worth it. Well, we had that same talk about versus... We had that talk off-air about dailies versus garrison, garrison stuff. Same yeah. thing. It is. Um, the the biggest thing, though, out of all of the garrisons weren't at that bad. The thing I hated the absolute most is this legendary ring. I just don't... And it's this whole style of legendary ring. I didn't really like the capes either last go-around. I just don't think they're super good and a super good concept. For yeah, I like the ring stuff. more than I did the clo clo bleh, cloak because whenever they did the cloak, if a cloak dropped in raid... Nobody needed it. It was just an automatic shard. And if you needed it, you were getting made fun of. Um, as far as the ring, you can you still got that second slot for another ring, so they can still make that gear a viable drop in the raid. So, I mean, it made more sense in that sense. Right. But, yeah, I agree. I, I don't like I other like people controlling my cooldowns. Agreed. I I don't like that either. I can't but tell you it's how just many... like less, though. I mean, it's yeah, just like a... In, a, in, a, in a controlled raid environment, it's not bad. But I can't tell you how many pugs I've gotten into where somebody just used the ring at the wrong time, and I just went ahead and I just had to like take control of rings and things like that. Because it's it's not that they're terrible players or whatever or what, you know. And then you and then you assign the one guy in a raid group who's in sh who's got like a two minute set of cooldowns instead of everybody else, and he wants it to always line up with his cooldown so he can top meters and stuff. I mean that happens everywhere, so it's. Yeah. I, I don't like that concept of the ring that it's a cool... I think the cooldown idea is fine if it applied individually. You know what I mean? So Here. so I don't have this in the show notes, but the, I thought it was an overall weaker expansion. Um, and I know you kind of thought it was one of the stronger ones. Uh, so what I kind of want to do before we get into talking about our favorites from last year... I want us to rank what our favorite expansions are in order from best to worst, in our opinion. Um, does this um, include vanilla? Yes, vanilla can count as an expansion. So I will go first. I'm going to say, number one, first and foremost, Wrath. 
Uh, number two, I would say BC. Number three, I would give to Mop. I'm not even going to lie. I would give to Mr. Pandaria. Four, I would do Warlords. Five, Vanilla. Six, Cataclysm. All right. That's the order for me. It's not bad. I see a lot of nostalgia in your life. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> that's the reason I have vanilla lower because nostalgia is nostalgia for a reason. Mm-hmm. And like whenever they brought in uh whatever that raid was, Black Rock Mountain Core, there we go. When they brought that in, as much of a pain in the butt that was. It was super fun, but I only did it once and I was like, I'm good. I'll go back to the good raids that we have now. <laughs> okay. So uh, for me, uh, I'll agree with you. Wrath is my number one. I think it's Blizzard's number one because you know it's the biggest time it was up there. Oh, yeah. but it was me, the highest peak. But it had to do a lot for me with uh, the storylines and stuff like that exactly. from Warcraft, the games, Warcraft three. Um, number two, honestly, for me, uh, I'm I'm gonna say Warlords. Um, it's been a very I've really like enjoyed this expansion uh, a ton. Um, we had some stuff that revitalized the game for you a little bit. We'll right talk about that more. But Mop uh, would be next. Still a okay. good expansion, good rating. I didn't think it was too terrible. Mop over BC. Um, here's my problem with BC, and because it's it's next. I'm just gonna put vanilla at the bottom because it's not really an expansion in my mind. But mm-hmm. as far as playing it, um, it was still really good. Uh, BC for me, the problem with BC is I really hated attunements. And as you yeah. know, BC for me was the expansion I really took a big break. Right, that was the one it where was. I took a huge break. And I that's also where I got you into your first raid. And... Right. Well, yeah, first raid, all that craziness. But like you know, BC for me was just ugh, hated it. Um, just because like I wanted to get right into the raids, and the only raid I got to go into, and that was towards the end of the expansion, outside of Karazhan when they removed the attunement stuff, was, Mm -hmm. hey, Shaman, we need you to come bloodlust on Meru for us. Thanks. Yeah. That's all it was. I mean, but, you know, that was something that happened. Um, So I didn't really do too much in that one, so that's why it's really low for me, so people don't hate me. Um, Because I know everybody's like, BC hype! But if you go back and look at it, attunement's garbage. It's wrath hype for me. I mean, that was our uh, primary time. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, the wrath was good. The lore was good. It's when I did my hardcore rating stuff and all that. So it was it's a ton of fun for me to actually get in there and do things. That was a time when we didn't have to adult while we were playing at the same time. Oh, it college was, life! So it was good. lovely. Um, but without further ado, let's get into my favorites of the year. Um, my favorite thing that happened really wasn't content. It was just community related as far as who we play with. Um, we broke off and made our own guild. And when I say we, it's, I broke off and started the guild and Jake came along as well. We had a lot of issues in another guild and we finally just was like, okay, we're going to start our own. And boom, now we're three at 13 mythic and trucking on strong. Yeah. So, um, also I love Hellfire Citadel. It is probably, we've done it so much right now, it's like pulling teeth when we go in there, at least up when we're doing uh, progression. But it, as far as our raid as a whole, it was awesome. And I've seen it from both ranged and melee perspective. It's it's awesome. It's, it's and then great. Of, 
And then, of course, the Pepe whistle. I, I got my Pepe. Pepe whistle this year. Don't hate on Pepe. Pepe is love. Pepe is life. Uh, that bird can die. I want one in real life. Well, go get you but a blush. I should. Um, also, just a rope in Demon Hunter hype. <laughs> Again, we talked about it the other other week. My favorite character in WoW is Illidan. It has been for a long time. A lot of people like Lich King and things like that. Mine's Illidan. Number two for me is Lich King. But he's awesome. And the fact that I get to play a character that is very similar to what he was and is, is awesome to me. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, sir, as far as your favorite from last year? Uh... Hellfire's awesome. I can't say that it's not. I really enjoy this raid. Um, and I've done it, like you said, from every standpoint. I can't find a version. The only one I'll say that's boring as crap is tanking. There's like, there's like Ain't one. It. There's yeah. I did it with you. It's okay. There's like one or two tanking fights that are interesting for the most part. It's just like the last half of the raid is kind of boring for tanks. To be perfectly honest. Well, except for Vilhari. Vilhari is a pain in the... Well, that's just because she's bugged. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Outside of that. But uh, it's, for, everybody else, the last half is just raids the tank stand there. Yeah. Things. It's... it's I, I want... And this is something I want. I guess I didn't say last week. If tanking... I need tanking mechanics to be interesting again. Because right now, it's just... A lot of it is... You got so many dots, or you got this debuff taunt swap. But other than that, it was really good. I really like BRF. Um, I didn't like BRF because of certain reasons. But like you said, yeah. the, the, the guild splitting and the guild remerger, it was really just, and I'll just go ahead and flat out say it, it was really the guild split and merger was just getting away from the guild leader for the most part. I couldn't deal with it anymore, so I stepped down as raid leader. Well, like I was saying earlier, there's, as far as something that like revitalized the game for you, it yeah, was that. It I mean, was that. I mean, like... The whole first part of the expansion, while I thought it was a great expansion, I loved leveling in it, the questing was fine. I honestly didn't even mind the Apexis dailies and things like that. I really enjoyed the expansion as a whole, but I just didn't really want to play it because of the environment I was in. Yeah. Now, while you guys are getting your burnout, I'm sitting here like, let's raid more, guys. Come on. Exactly. I'm no longer Everybody else is like... So. Burnout, we're doing it, we're getting on doing our dailies, getting our valor, and then getting managing garrison, and then getting off unless it's raid night, and going to play heroes, going to play Hearthstone, going to play Diablo, hopefully in the next two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll have a lot more people in there. But while well, as you, you're like, wow, 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 wow. Okay, I'll play some heroes finally. Wow, wow. Okay, maybe yeah. two refs and Diablo. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just my my wow experience is like gone up a lot more and I've had a lot more fun doing it. Um, some people have come back to play with me again that I really enjoy talking to. More is going to come back with the expansion. Right, and you know, it's just whatever it is and whatever the reasons are, I'm not going to go into any more detail than what I said, but it's really just I really enjoy the atmosphere I'm in right now and there's still some things that I don't like but you know, as far, but you know, it is what it is. I can't, I can't have a perfect atmosphere, right? As far as the raid team we're with, though, I mean, that's probably it's pretty my good. favorite raid team I've ever been with, as far as, like, the community, the, the people we talk. Yeah, there's, ra- yeah, of course, there's guild drama and stupid stuff like that, but, I mean, for the most part, it's awesome. And no one needs to take everything personally when you get called out. Merry Christmas. Of course they don't. 
That's not the way you're supposed to do it. If you're in a raid, you're supposed to be getting called out. You're supposed to be getting called out. Right. But everybody takes it personally. But that's okay. Either way, I mean, I really, that's what's revitalized me. So anybody that wants to do stuff, Mythic Dungeons, whatever, please. Millendar, hashtag 1668. Find me. Yeah. I will do stuff. I have Alliance and Horde. So let's do it. Well, without further ado on that end, let's jump out of WoW and jump into GG Uninstall. Um, GG Uninstall is where we talk about all Heroes-related news, talk, esports, whatever may be going on at the time. And just want to talk about a couple things before we jump into the 2015 stuff. Um, I'm going to smart, smart, start, I can't even talk tonight, start a Smurf account. Um, primarily just so I can talk about my MMR experience and matchmaking experience next week. But also because I want to get the mount. And yeah, I want to get the mount. So I want to say it's for educational purposes, but I do have an ulterior motive. <laughs> um, you want to start something with me, Jake, or maybe? Um, so I'm really not in a bad spot as far as your MMR crap that you're in. Yeah, uh, I, like I said, it's, I feel like I'm in a bad spot, dude. I mean, it's well, I mean that's the exact same way I felt with League and why I don't ever play ranked League anymore. Yeah, one I mean, one guess... one terrible start in a season can just end you unless you seriously sit there and play Heroes or League 24/7 for like three day three weeks straight. You can fix it, but other than that, it takes forever. And I don't have oh, yeah. that kind of time anymore. Well, uh, another thing going on with it is we have hotslogs.com, which if you don't use that site, guys, it's a really good site. You can go and see current room weights of heroes. You can also see different stats, your own personal stats as far as wins, losses, who you're best against, who you're worst against, so on and so forth. Um, they now have a premium service uh, for $10 a year. So it's not $10 a month for a year. It's $10 a year. Um, currently, really, all the premium service does is blocks ads, but I'm going to assume that that means more to come. So if you're an avid Heroes player and you actually use a site, or even if you didn't use a site and you check it out and you love it, there's some money their way. They're a really good group of guys, yeah, and yeah, it's an awesome website. Help them out. I mean, it's a good support to, since Blizzard doesn't show us our MMR, that's the closest thing we have, and Dustin Browder himself has referenced that website a few times, times. Yeah. yeah, saying, go look at this, this is what Hot Talk says. So, I mean, obviously it's something, it's his way of promoting it and saying, well, just follow them because they're close enough to what you need to be able to see instead of showing your own MMR. So, definitely go check that out. Um, but more with Heroes, objectively, Heroes had the most going on in 2015 out of all of their games. Um, they had the most releases, they had the most changes, probably the most patches. It, they had a lot going on. And that's primarily because the game launched this year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a new game, so you know you got to get all your base heroes out. You know, eventually it'll probably get to a pattern where it's like, you know, two or a new hero every what two or three months or something like that. Uh no, two to three weeks. That's the idea. Well, until until they get saturated. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying like eventually when you get to the point like some of these other big like I hate always doing this every time we talk about hots, but every you know it is what it is. Here's the storm. Once it gets to that point, like the other mobiles are, you're not going to release new heroes every two to three weeks. You just can't because unless you're just making up brand new lore characters and stuff, which they've done already. But yeah, but they, it isn't like they don't have a plethora of they, lore pools to pull from. Absolutely. Um, but I don't you know. Got, 
three and a half Diablo games. You have Warcraft, you have Starcraft, you have what two Starcrafts and yeah, it'll two take a while. Um, but there's yeah. there's a lot that you know needs needs to happen. In this first and I guarantee you, I mean, too. if they decide they want to launch another Protoss character, they're probably going to launch uh, Carrix out of it. He's going to be some sort of support. Maybe. I mean, it, it, like, I don't know what's going to happen yet as far as all that. Uh, I would imagine, like, the next StarCraft character that's going to get launched, I think, will probably be a support StarCraft character. But that's mm-hmm. just me. Well, they got Tank, uh, they got... But I think it'll specifically be a Zero character. Um, they don't have a. I don't think they have a Zerg tank, or they don't. Yeah, I mean they already have toss. They have a toss tank, toss DPS, yeah. toss support. So anyway, I like it's they got a, they got a long ways to go, you know, before yeah. they get everything settled to where they don't need to release so many things all the time. This is in their first year. This is what that's what's going to happen. You know, so. Oh yeah. Well, it's good. Some of the things that happened outside of the launch of the game, um, it was an alpha coming into the year, so I mean, it wasn't like people weren't, people were brand new to it after it, because I mean, they had Here's the Dorm while it was in in alpha, and so I mean, people were playing this game like crazy, and to have a game in alpha be on ESPN is a huge deal, and I can't wait for Heroes of the Dorm this year. So when that rolls around, I actually have some esports that I care to watch again. Um, so I mean that's something to look forward to. As far as like what came out, uh, I'll go over the heroes and I'll let Jake go over the maps. So heroes we had come out this year, and I don't think I'm missing anyone, but we had a total of 13 heroes in the year of 2015, and it all started with Thrall. So I mean Thrall wasn't in this game to begin with, but he came out, started out strong and then was nerfed into the ground, and then after the scaling changes, he's starting to come back. And we talk about, like, what best heroes of 2015, because he was such nerfed into the ground, that's kind of why he wasn't in my ballpark. But, I mean, we also had Vikings, we had Sylvanas, we had uh, Kelfos, we had Johanna, Butcher, Yorick, Karazim, who we're stealing the name from another podcast, they call him Carl Jim, I just started calling him that, and now everybody calls him that. Uh, Rexar, Artanis, Morales, Chogal, and Lunara. So, 13 total heroes um, that came out, and we had a total of six maps, right, Jake? Yeah, the the maps, we had the Garden Terror map, the Sky Temple, um, the Spider Queen, Battlefield of Eternity, um, Immortal Shrines, and then the other, the, what's Towers of Doom. Yeah, Towers of Doom. Um, it's, it's fun. Uh, they're all. I like all of them pretty good. There's um one of them in particular I don't like, but that's we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, and Roper probably will never guess the one I don't like. I bet you won't guess mine either. So we'll have to talk about yeah. That. Uh, but the you know the, all all six maps bring a really like different variety to them all, to what they like to play, how they play, how you set them up. Uh, I I really really truly enjoy how the variety of the maps just still works. It's so new to MOBAs instead of the three-lane push and stuff. It's so different, and I still really I've just said enjoy it. it. Once. Yes. I've said it once, I'll say it again, I'll say it again. Because we have different maps, and it's able to change the meta for different maps is what makes me like this MOBA more than others. I mean, at its core, it's a MOBA, but it has so much other stuff going on it because of that kind of diversity. 
Um, but we're going to get in. We're talking about like our favorite heroes, what we think about this year as far as uh, heroes was heroes of the storm was concerned. Um, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to do our favorite hero that came out in 2015. Um, we're also going to mention our least favorite hero that came out. Uh, for me, overall, 100% by far and away is old Butch Butch. That dude is the scariest hero in the game <laughs> by far and away. And plus, I'm a melee DPS at heart when it comes to that game. So, I mean, he's right after my own heart with that, and he does a lot of damage. When he's charging at you, he will make you scream like a little girl. Which you've <laughs> done several, several times. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um... So, I mean, he's very, very strong. He doesn't see a lot of competitive play, which I don't know what they could do to fix that to where he would see more. I don't... He doesn't really have a stun, which kind of leaves him out of that. So, I mean, we could. he has a slow, but the slow isn't as effective as a full Well, he stun, stuns so. the moment he hits you for a second, but that's about it. Yeah, but very shortly. If yeah. you're playing correctly, you can get out. Especially if you're like Vala or Raynor. Vala can just vault out. Raynor can shoot his uh, Q at you, and you go flying backwards, and he just runs away. Mm-hmm. Full, almost fully healed after his heal. Um, my least favorite is definitely Rexar. I mean, do you remember whenever I was playing him to level 5? That was painful. Uh, it was more painful for me than it was for y'all. I was saying a few <laughs> choice words. That character, I, he finally started to click. And I could play him now, and I would be okay and competitive with him. But overall, I think he there's, there's he's not that strong of a hero. He's a, He's one of those MOBA breakers. But he's not a good MOBA breaker, in my opinion. It's cool because you get to control your pet. He has unique niche. He can solo some things that he shouldn't solo. And people that are good with him are amazing with him. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, he will just sit, he'll sit happily at level 5 until they either fix more of him, or even if they don't, he'll just sit happily at level 5 unless I get a urge to be a bear. Yeah. So, what about you for favorite hero, Jay? Favorite hero is definitely Artanis. That came out. Oh my gosh, I love this champion. Like, it was really a, a big toss-up between Artanis and Lunar for me. Um, just because Lunar was so much fun to play right when she came out. And but oh, she's still fun. she's still a lot of fun. And then, but Artanis, especially after the fixes they've done to him. Uh, to his, oh yeah. Um, his face swap. Oh his my gosh, he is so much fun. He can do so many awesome things. I I don't know. He's just he's definitely one of my favorite characters um, to play. As far as my least favorite of the guys that came out, um, a lot of people like this champion. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I can't play him right. I don't know. I just don't like Leoric. Leoric, <laughs> me and Leoric. Shut your dirty whore mouth. Right? Me and Leor just don't get along. <laughs> I like I got along with Rexar just fine. Leork and me, not so much. I uh He has a niche too and he was super strong when he came out until they nerfed him a little bit. Yeah. But like it's his niche is if you're going up against a double tank combo, he is he's the anti tank tank. Right. I don't for me it's just I don't know if I'm just not playing him right, I'm going against people really well when I end up playing him, it's just I've tried him several times and I just every time I do it it's just like I don't understand. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have a it, good target for your 
Drain Soul or whatever that ab- ability is called. Because if you hit somebody that's got a big health pool, like a Cho'Gall or mm-hmm. Diablo or whoever you may be going up against, you're just going to be standing there fully healed while just whacking on them. Yeah. So. But it's... I don't know. I just... I don't... I don't like him. Don't really yeah. like Morales either, but it's okay. Oh, wow. That's... How can you be a healer that doesn't heal yourself? You... You're a battle medic. You make sure people stay alive and not yourself. Forget that. You win the war by healing others. Nah, man. It's all about me. It's all about me. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's also talk about, as far as not just our favorite, but the best hero that came out in 2015. Meaning, who was the biggest game changer uh, as far as esports, as far as the game as a whole, as far as who you see picked. Um, I'm definitely 100% by far and away going with Kel'Thas uh, on this one. Um, I can't get out of this category without giving a special mention to Sylvanas and Johanna. Both of those. When Johanna first came out, she changed the tanking game. I mean, she was the tank. Uh, she's not as picked anymore, but there was her, and then Sylvanas is just probably still... She's number one or two as far as the specialists are concerned. But KT, dude, I, I see yours here as KT as well. <laughs> yeah. Just it's tell us why. 40-second ultimate big fire bird circle. Like, I can't I can't tell you how many times watching Worlds this past year, and that big fire bird came out and just, like, changed the whole fight, you know? And it's, it's so different. Like, levels 1 through 12, um, or level 1 through 9, you're sitting there, you're really you're doing a little bit of poke damage, not doing it too terrible much. You, you, Twiddling your thumbs. You're kind of saving some people with your um, vortex, things like that. Level ten, you get your bird. You can start controlling where people fight, where they don't fight. They get screwed them, get out of position. The bird can change a lot of things. And I've seen some people try to play with power bus, which is still really strong. Don't get me wrong, but play with the bird. Mm-hmm. Trust me, play with the bird. And then when you hit thirteen. And then you start spreading those living bombs. You go from like the lowest damage on your team to be able to nuke the entire other team in a matter of five seconds. Oh yeah, and like just, it's such a like it's such a he has the biggest power burst of any other ca- character at level thirteen. I I know there's giant killers out there. I understand all that. Level thirteen when you hit that with him, it's you you turn on from moderate damage supporting type player to. How he killed those us here. I'm gonna burn it. Run away. Yeah, just run. He, I, I played him two or three days ago against the Chogall, and you can easily one v one Chogalls. You can easily one v one any other tank, any other champion. Okay. He's so strong. So. He's one of those heroes you always see in Hero League and the pro scene, whatever it may be. Like we were playing Team League, and I picked KT first because I wanted to take him away from the other team. I mean, yeah. it's. You don't it it isn't a match like you don't want to play against him. Whether you're I'm okay with him. Like I I feel like I play a decent KT. You're really good with him. It's you just don't want to take it away from the other team. I mean, so if you got a hero that you're not wanting to play against, even if you're not playing against somebody that's good, that's yeah. gonna be a that's a game changer hero. Absolutely, and he's just he's so good. Um I I can't there's a couple other game-changing champions like him in the game, but as far as the ones that came out this year, he's definitely the big one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, let's talk about our best map in 2015. I'm going to let you go first on this one because we have differing opinions. It's all about that Spider Queen, man. Uh, 
you like the spider butts. I love it. It's so good. Like, and, and you think about it, you got you got every map that is so how was the word like objective base, right? Like, though, mm-hmm. so if you look at all the ones up there, Garden Terror, Sky Temple, um, the Spider Queen, obviously Battlefield Shrines and Towers. Towers in particular, you can't win the map really unless you do the whatever thing. Now you can on some of these other ones. Don't get me wrong. But the Spider Queen map, there's like three or four different ways to win that map very effectively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can either push and just say the heck with turning in, control the turn in, and out turn in. You know, these all these different little meta things and little mind tricks you do your, the other team on that map because there's two turn in points. There's still three lanes, but I... You know, there's just so many cool things that you can do on that individual map. It's just the pushing, where to push. Okay, while this is pushing, let's just roll up and get the boss and blah, 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 blah. You know, whereas all these other new maps that came out, you know, if you just try to push and win, technically you can do it. Let's just use, like, Sky Temple. Sky Temple, yeah. But if you just do that... The little turrets are just going to destroy your base faster than you could push, really, especially early on. So correct, and I mean it's a good balanced map. You got two yeah. really good team fight zones. You have a good way to push whether you're right. whether if the team gets the spider people first and you don't, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. And like, when it gets late game and they have to turn in so many to get the spider queen, you can swing it back because you're already late game. You can do. Right. You can run in there and nuke a tower by yourself sometimes. I mean, it's... It's not It's not such a... It's a very balanced map as far as it's not early so game, late game. Except, like, you know, for example, a really really good early game map is, like, Blackheart's Bay. And, you know, some really good late game maps. And, you know, for me, is, like, Battlefield of Eternity. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it could be either an early game team or a late game team, and they can both just work well. It's such a really good, well-balanced map and how it all works. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you were saying Battlefield of Eternity. That's definitely my best map, in my opinion. Um, it's balanced. you got two lanes. I like that. You can play the heroes that... You can play the mobile-breaking heroes like Cho'Gall and Avatar and do okay on those maps because you're not having to worry about laning as much. It has a really good team-fighting area. And, I mean, the, the thing I like about it the most, I guess, is the team-fighting concept because... Mm-hmm can choose what they're to attack or defend. And if you are defending while they're d- trying to attack your shrine, you can do so many awesome things. Like you can, if you're Artanis, you can phase swap them into the stun. You can um, knock them back into stuns. You can zone them out with KT's Phoenix. You can, I mean, there's a list on list of things. And it's just, it's a very diverse map in the sense that it gives you more tools to be able to do that. And then when you're attacking, they have the same thing to do to you. So it's like... You're having to balance the fact of, do I want to go attack and potentially die because this person keeps missing all of his skill shots so he's not getting people knocked back? Or do I want to come back here and defend and hopefully they'll be making a mistake and get stunned and then we can all jump right. on them? So, I mean, I, I love it. There's a lot of people that don't think it's that good of a map. Um I mean, if you go onto Reddit, people don't really like the Diablo maps. I don't care that much for shrines, just because people don't understand how to do shrines. They're always trying to team fight at the shrines instead of worrying about the creeps. But Battlefield, I love, and I feel like it's balanced. The 
the immortal, whenever it gets summoned, even when it has full health, isn't ungodly strong. So I mean, it's 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 not snowbally in that sense. If you are losing team fights, then it gets snowbally. But that's any map for the most part. Right. Um, well, let's talk about what our worst map was, and I'm going to let you try to guess mine first, and then I'll try to guess yours. You hate Sky Temple the most. No, you were wrong. Dang it. Uh, I know every time we get Sky Temple, you complain about it. Uh. I do, but there is a map <laughs> that I complain about more, even though I'm good at it. Is it Shrines? It is Garden Terror. Garden Terror? Yeah. I do not like Garden Terror at all. I... I am very – every time we're playing, I'm like, let me get the tear. Let me get the tear because I know what to do with the tear. That map, nobody knows what to do with the tear. They don't know when to go yeah. get seeds. They don't know when to do a team fight. It's such a confusing map because of that aspect, and it's huge. It is such a big map that it spreads everybody out. Nobody knows what they're doing. Plus, the objective isn't really that cool of an objective. You're gathering seeds so you can summon this big plant thing that can polymorph somebody. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it does damage, but it's it's right. very lacking as far as a map, in my opinion. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, like I said, it's one of my best maps. If I can get in the tower, the terror every time, and this is toot my own horn, if I can get in the terror every time, I do... Massive siege damage for that thing. But if I'm not, and I just sit there and watch somebody, it frustrates me, especially especially if they're, I think that they're doing it wrong, which is eight or nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So let's try to guess yours. I was going to guess Guy Temple, but I'm going to say Shrines. Nope. Oh, really? Let me get one more. I'm going to go a little Sky Temple. Let's go with that. No. Okay. I agree with yours? you. I hate Garden yes, the <laughs> I hate that. Like... And you know it's it's just like you said that map. Uh, me and one of our buddies Gavin, we were playing the other day, and we were on Sky, uh, Garden of Terror, and we had this Carl Jim get the Garden of Terror three times and try to play defense with it. Wow! I I, I literally was like, dude, I'm trying to tell him how to do it, and he just wouldn't listen. He said, dude, shut up, you don't know what you're doing. Blah blah blah. I'm like. Yeah, lost. Oh yeah, well, we lost big time. Yeah, like I I don't get it. I just you know I don't mind people not knowing how to use the maps mechanics. Mm-hmm. Please, if you don't, don't listen. do them or listen. <laughs> That's all I ask. But it, it's uh, yeah, it's it is it's a ton of fun. Um, but it's like you said, I'm I'm good at the map. I know what to do on the map. It's just I don't. Unless I'm playing with a full group of team, then I don't want to play that map ever. Yeah. Well, without further ado, let's hop out of one of the bigger games of the year and hop into another one of the bigger games of the year and get into Beta Rage. Beta Rage is where we talk about all things Overwatch, guys. Um, The beta was, of course, announced in 2014, but the game didn't show up until 2015 as far as an open beta. Mm -hmm. So... We got to play it. uh, People got to play it in the comfort of their own homes and the comfort of their own chairs this year. Uh, myself and Jake included, just for a weekend, but uh, we did want to kind of talk about what our favorites were in 2015. I mean, there really wasn't much that changed outside of they did add some new heroes right right after BlizzCon. Um, They did a whole bunch of stuff with it, so uh, as far as what's going on in Overwatch, we're going to talk about who our favorite map was and our favorite hero. We've kind of already touched on these, but my favorite map definitely was Watchpoint Gibraltar. Um... 
where it's just the payload the entire time. I really enjoyed that. It was it. Everybody knew what the objective was. They weren't just running in blindly and dying. Yeah. They were trying to move it. Um, I did not like. We only got to play three maps, by the way, but we know all of them. I did not like Hanamura. That's the, the one where you had the. It was like Japanese the Chocolate capital and stuff. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. It, it it gimped so many heroes in that game. Like you couldn't play Bastion or. Unless you were on defense. If you were on defense, you could play him all day. On offense, you couldn't play Bastion. You couldn't play Torbjorn. You couldn't play any of the people that need to post up, like Widowmaker. Oh, Those were just bad maps for her. That, I disagree with that, but that's okay. I well, I mean, you had a little snipe spot, but yeah. Hanzo, anybody like that. You needed to have somebody that could go in there. You, basically, every time I won, it was because we had two tanks in there the entire time. Yeah, I it, mean, that map in particular... Or, like, you have to do some very clever positioning with, like, either, yeah. like, Hanzo or uh, Widowmaker. Um, but there are there are those positions you can make. So, um, Oh, get Robotty. You good? Did I? Am I good? Yeah, Check you're five. good. Check five. Yeah, I don't know what's going on today. I gotta fix well, it. But Watchpoint Gibraltar was awesome. I, I got to sit on top of the payload one time as... Uh, Bastion, and I literally just sit there and teed off on people the entire time. Um, what was your favorite map? King's Row. King's Row. I absolutely... That was the, uh, like, British, um, downtown area. I thought it was French. Uh, I don't know which one it is. I thought it was British. I don't know. I can't remember seeing a flag particularly in my head, but... You know, that one in particular for me was absolutely my favorite... Um, of the was it four? I think it was four maps, wasn't it? No, there's only three for. Uh, did they the not have? Well, they did the weekend. weekend. They didn't have the one for um, like the studio. They didn't one, have, did they? No, they took it out for the weekend. But um, that was so much fun. Like I, I there's so many different ways to play that map as far as defense and offense goes, and every champion is viable on each side of the board on that one. So it was, it was, as far as for me, it was so much fun to play that map right out of the bat. And every time I got that map, I didn't care what champion I played or hero or however you want to call them. That was just so much fun. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, who is your... I, I love that map with my favorite hero, and we'll talk about it in a second, but who is your favorite hero? Widowmaker. 100%. I'm, I've always been Sniper. And like every I always have two, but she, she wasn't my favorite. I... I like her. Hanzo's okay. If I had to pick one of the two, I'd pick Han, um, her. So I like Hanzo a lot. My favorite was, surprisingly enough and shockingly enough, Bastion, which I'm not one for the big... I've never been one in Halo and COD, anything we've played. I've never been one for the machine gun uh, styles or subclasses. But that little robot, <laughs> I fell in love with. So... Overwatch was my first game playing mouse and keyboard. Every other first-person shooter, I swore by sticks. Bastion, I flipped it over to the controller. I could not play Bastion with the controller. He made me get good at the game using mouse and keyboard. And I guess that's why I ended up liking him. And on King's Row, if you were defending, you could go up and you could just post where the their spawn was. And I had a pentakill within seconds usually. I mean, you could just tee off on people. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't know what to do unless they switch heroes. So, I mean, he's a unique hero. 
people, a lot of people were saying he was OP until they figured out how to counter him. But I loved him. I'm I'm one of those people that if it's OP, I'm gonna play it till it's not OP anymore. It doesn't matter to me. Nerfing so, in the ground. Yeah, even when he's nerfed in the ground, though, I feel like I'd like Bastion. He he's if he gets nerfed in the ground, I don't think he will. I think all the heroes really well balanced. But and I normally gravitate towards snipers. My number two by far and away was Hanzo. Yep, Hanzo's good. So, I just I just like Widowmaker. I I. I I think it's finally because as far as sniping goes, and like, and I'm gonna use like COD and those kind of games, you know. When you pick the sniper or your loadout or whatever, you get a dang pistol afterwards, and it's really not that good. Of right. course, but at least with this one, when you leave sniping mode, you can run around and you have a little machine gun. It's not great, but it's it's something better than a pistol. I, I've just never liked that whole pistol thing. I think the game needs a true sniper, though. Like, not a Widowmaker, not a Bastion, but, like, somebody that, if you're not scoped in, you're gimped. Like, I feel like you need to have, but you hit hit harder than both of them. Well, yeah, I mean, she doesn't, like, her her thing is, like, you know, she charges up and she shoots. So it was, that for me was. She's she's made of wet toilet paper, too, though. That's their problem. That's that's, that's the way it should be, in my opinion, with her. Agreed. But that's why she's got the little traps to set off. True that. But, either way. I'm ready for that game to come back. I want it back in my right. life, like, yesterday. I'm I'm more excited. To, I don't, I can't say that, in all honesty. I was about to say that I'm more excited for Overwatch than I am Legion, but that would have been a lie. But it's it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Before Legion was shown at BlizzCon, I would probably have said that Overwatch was over Legion. But once it got shown at BlizzCon, I, yeah. Scream like a little girl happiness. Right. Um, well, let's get into RNG Stone. Uh, RNG Stone is where we talk about everything Hearthstone and how noobish of a player Jake is. So <laughs> Hush, man. God, uh, just because Reno Hearthstone. is an overpowered card, all right? He's not overpowered, but we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Hearthstone had a lot go on it, with it this past year, and a lot of things people don't really realize and think about. So, I mean, the game was already launched, obviously, but um, it didn't launch on mobile until April of this year. We didn't have it on cell phones. So, I mean, Jake, you really haven't known the game outside of it being on the phone for the most part. Right. But Um, me, it's weird. Like, So, it had the opposite effect on me. I thought when it came out on mobile, I was going to play left and right. I wasn't going to put the game down because I already wasn't putting the game down on the iPad and the phone, I mean on the computer. But when it hit the phone, it turned into another one of those apps for me for the longest time where uh, I play it later. Uh, it's in my app drawer, uh, whatever. And I was sitting down playing WoW when I got on the computer. So I mean it wasn't it wasn't in the forefront of my mind. So it kind of had the opposite effect on me. But for somebody like you, I think it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, man. It's just... I play it on my breaks at work. I play it when I have a customer in front of me at work and just say, excuse me, I'm not done with my turn yet. You know, there's all these things going on. Nah, I don't really do that, guys. But, no, seriously, it's it's a great, it's great. I mean, I absolutely love Hearthstone and how it plays now. But it's... Just don't tell his boss. I, I don't... Lord, I don't have nothing <laughs> from them. But it's... it For me, it, it did add to, oh, it's on the phone now. I guess I can try it out. But, like, when yeah. it first came out, I still had, what, an iPhone 4, so, like, the operating system would not work on it very well at yeah, all. Yeah, it's bad. 
But when I get my six, it's, it's great. It's fun. I love it. Along with that, it had two adventures and one expansion come out this year. It had Blackrock Mountain as far as the first adventure, then followed by that was an expansion with Grand Tournament, and then the most recent stuff, which everybody's still playing through, League of Explorers. And all three of them were awesome. Left and right, up and down, some of the best stuff I've ever had in a card game, any way, shape, or fashion. Um, League of Explorers was by far, objectively, the best... Uh, what is it? Raid or whatever you want to call it that they come out with. The different things that you can do like Blackrock and Naxxramas. So, I mean, it has so many different things with it. Um, Grand Tournament was amazing. Uh, they kind of spun off on their own lore, starting that off so they could tie in League of Explorers afterwards. Um, one thing I did want to kind of talk with you about, Jake. So, Grand Tournament was, for those who don't know, was a spin-off of, what was it called in the wild? Argent Crusade? The Argent Crusade, which was the Trial of the Crusader dungeon and Trial of the Grand Crusader raid. So it was a spin-off, and the idea of it was what happened after the Fall of the Witch King with that. So it's called the Grand Tournament. It's so, prior to that. Sorry, the Lord's kicking in. It, what no, it was is... The Grand Tournament's after. They said it openly that it's after. I haven't played the Grand Tournament, so I don't know the lore behind it. I'm, I thought it was... Well, it's, you it's said it was TSC. Never mind. I'm going to shut up yeah. now. <laughs> but at any rate, the Grand Tournament is afterwards. Um, but I did want to kind of talk with you on how you think it should be with that, because... So, it's unique content to only Hearthstone. Obviously, this isn't in WoW canon lore or anything like that. I think that they should start doing more stuff like this, because if they keep re releasing adventures like Naxxramas and then Blackrock, and then they keep going, they're going to eventually run out of stuff to do because they're going to be waiting a while to release the other stuff because they can release it at a much faster pace than WoW can. Now, that being said, they're nowhere near that time yet, but currently they don't have Death Knights, they don't have Monks, they definitely don't have Demon Hunters, and they said that it's not even on the table being worked on right now. So, that being said, they can't really dip their toes into anything but BC and prior. So if they're doing all that with BC and vanilla, eventually they're going to run out of raids or dungeons or dungeon slash raids like they did with Blackrock. So they needed to come up with their own lore, I guess is the word. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they come up with Grand Tournament and then League of Explorers where they took the concept of something that's actually in WoW and put it into the game. So I feel like they should keep doing that. I know we talked about what we wanted to see. Um, you think that that's something we should that they should focus on a lot more? Or you think they should stick on the track of just following raids and dungeons? Um, well, there's definitely new lore they can write out there, and there's there's a bunch of lore about World of Warcraft or Warcraft in general that isn't out there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't. There's a bunch of stuff that's written down, and what they could do is, um. They could do some stuff with, like, demons, going to the demon planet, you know, go back in time. I mean, like, there's caverns of time in WoW, so yeah. they can have caverns of time in Heroes, or not Heroes, but Hearthstone, and, oh, let's go back and do the War of the Ancients in here, and you do this, and you do... There's a ton of stuff they can honestly do, so, uh, you know, everybody's playing that game, not so much for the story, you know, it's a good card game. 
But I think yeah. as far as the adventures that come out, they need to be something that appeals to us. Um, mm-hmm. The League of Explorers was good. Uh, it was funny. It's it, hilarious. Uh, I, I still it. think I like Max the best, but that's just personal preference. You haven't finished it. It's it's I, awesome. But even I think Max for me is, and I think this is the big thing. Anybody that's played, I mean, like Blizzard games before, like Warcraft mm-hmm. games, Max was great. And so I haven't played Black Rock Mountain yet, but Max was great because oh my gosh, here we go. KT saying all these funny jokes and makes you you know laugh and. You know, yeah, Hygen's like, Hygen I, dance. oh, I should have taken a shower, and, you know, it's, it, I like, it's nostalgia it for me. Nostalgia, yeah, it tugs at the nostalgia strings, definitely. Whereas League of Explorers really doesn't do that, you're just experiencing something new. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's in a good place. I mean, there's really, if you can do both of those, and it, it fit the flavor of Nax Ramus, and when you do Black Rock, it fit the flavor of Black Rock. Very well. Like, you felt like you... It reminded you of the raids. Like, I remember... Nax was one of my highest... Now, this was Nax and Lich King, not Vanilla Nax. But that was one of my highest points in raiding. Like, whenever that was current, I was in raids every day. And... That... That adventure was, like, on point. Like, it reminded me of that. Like I said, the Hygen Dance. Killing the Spores on Lothab. Uh... What's the big dude, the electricity dude's name? <laughs> that you have to kill Stalag and Fuegan. Um, Thorum. No, not Thorum. God Almighty. You had to say something. Yeah, I stumped you. But, I mean, no. those those things were awesome. Like, they had so many different aspects to it that it just, like I said, tugged at the nostalgia heartstrings. Blackrock, you had to kill, uh, I can't remember his name, but he then he spawns Ragnaros. So, I mean... It has every little fun stuff on it that you'll get to see when you go in there. But we did want to kind of talk on what our favorite deck of 2015 was. Um, I'm going to let Jake go first because he's the newer guy to it, whereas I played all year. He played maybe half the year or so. Right. I I personally, my favorite deck is a deck before Roper tried to play with me and teach me more. <laughs> was Honestly, I like the Freeze Mage. It's funny. I call it Control Mage because you always call Control decks back in like... When you play um, all those other card games I've played, and I can't even think of the name of their magic, the gathering, mm-hmm. you know, it's control decks. Problem. I love control decks so much, and Roper said that's called Freeze Mage if you play the Mage deck. So there you go. It's Freeze Mage. I really love the control and being able to shut people down and doing some crazy things with it. But Roper's deck is going to piss me off. I already know what it is. Mine was Reno Mage. Now, Thank Reno you. is new. He's from League of Explorers, but out of all year, I don't remember having as much fun as I did playing this Reno Mage that I've been playing, which I will also post the deck list to. It, everybody that plays Hearthstone knows Reno is an awesome card. It could fully heal you if you only have singles in your deck. Jacob doesn't like it. It's happened. It's happened before to him, and he's lost games because of it. So, Guys, at one health. Pop <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. And as far as like fun is concerned, that deck you don't have to worry about making like you still got to worry a little bit about synergy, but you don't have to worry about okay, I need two of these, two of these, two of these. Okay, where am I going to fit in this one big game hunter or this one legendary I need to? What am I going to take out so I don't have a double of? And so you don't have to worry about that. You just run one of everything. <laughs> and 
play the game and try to and you just outpace your opponent because you're just dropping good car, quality card after good quality card. Yeah. So, well, without further ado, let's jump into negative APM. Negative APMs where we talk about all StarCraft news. Uh, for those who are listening now, it's already ended, but the double experience and hourly tournaments will end today, so Sunday the 3rd. Um, do you think they're going to keep this, Jake? Because you weren't I playing Diablo so. at the time. But when Diablo... Yeah, when I know, but when Diablo, a while back, when they were sh- struggling to have players and things like that, they in- instituted a legendary drop boost. And people got back into the game and loved it so much, and they just kept it there after it was over. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're going to do the same thing with StarCraft? I or? hope so. The tournament thing was fun. I actually get to play some StarCraft this week, um, mm-hmm. particularly yes, uh, Friday on my hangover. I was doing some storyline stuff while you were at work. <laughs> you know, it was. It, I re- you know StarCraft. I really wish I played it more. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, like we were talking about earlier, WoW has just consumed everything. Uh, but the tournament thing, you know, it's got a lot of players playing in it. Tournaments starting all the time. You know, I can't see why they would take that out. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, this year they had Legacy of the Void come or out. Or you could just so say it's, it's like they're going to have tournament weekends. Like, maybe not during the week, but tournament weekends or something. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, do something. Some sort of thing. The tournament thing is really good. Experience. Well, I mean, on top of that, they, like I was saying, they had Le- League of... Bleh, I'm getting tongue-tied. They had Legacy of the Void come out this year, along with that came Archon Mode and co-op missions and new heroes like Carrix and things like that. That's going to get more people into the game, and then they're doing the... I call it the Nova Files, but the different little snippets of lore that they're going to be adding on so StarCraft doesn't die as a game. They're going to keep adding that kind of stuff. So I don't see them... I see them keeping the tournaments. I think the tournaments was a good idea. The experience, meh, it's StarCraft. Yeah. Once you go and play, the experience isn't that much of a deal. Um, the, about that, so I thought about this earlier, and I didn't really talk to you about it before. Would, <laughs> do you think with this Nova stuff, do you think they have, they're going to continue to make new stories? Uh, yeah, like a, another expansion, or you, th- you know, maybe this no, is- no expansion. I don't see any more. I think they even said that they're not planning on a StarCraft three or anything like that. I think the, I think the lore is finished for the most part. Now I haven't finished the last expansion, so I don't know as far as that's concerned. But I'm pretty sure I was listening at BlizzCon and them talk about different things when they were talking about this. That they understand that this is the final chapter, but they don't want it to be the final chapter. They want to have something that keeps players interested. Um, much like we'll talk about with Diablo. I mean, they have to keep releasing some sort of content to keep players coming back. Now, the esports scene, the th- the biggest thing that happened to StarCraft this year was it got me interested in it. Um, I even got interested in esports. And, I mean, the esports side of things is always going to thrive, especially because the Korean market. That RTS is their game. Um... So, I don't see the esports scene dying for at least four or five more years, even if they keep Legacy of the Void as their most recent. Um, They'll still have the big StarCraft tournament every year at BlizzCon. They're going to have Crown the World Champion. Um, Hopefully, next year it'll be Life. (laughs) Because I actually got a favorite player this year. I did enjoy watching Life, just because he was cocky, but he could back it up. And he played very well. And 
even the final games where he was losing, he played very, very well. Um, who was your favorite player this year, by the way? This year, um, I going to go off my whole, you know, pride and joy of toss playing. I really like uh, SOS this year. You know, mm-hmm. he won Worlds and all that. But, you know, I've always been a big fan of Marine King, who yeah, I know you don't know who that is. I'm going to assume he plays Terran. He does play Terran, and, but <laughs> he he is one of the phenomenal players to watch. Um, I I haven't seen a lot about him. He's he's on MV, MVP now, so um, he didn't make it into the finals. But, you know, it's all fine. You know, he's still a good player. He was always my favorite. But this year, it was really fun to watch SOS and see how, you know, Tots can be really good again. Um but yeah. It kind of fits the bill with Legacy of the Void coming up. Right. It's rigged. They wanted Protoss to look good because you have to play Protoss. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Just because um, Life couldn't do it. He had no yeah. life in him. Oh! Oh, he went there. For days. But, um, we are going to jump right into. Because StarCraft, I mean, like we were saying, this they're having to breathe some life into the game with these extra snippets and stuff. They didn't really do much last year outside of the new expansion coming out it and the stuff that got added with the expansion, which is all still fairly new to everybody. So, I mean, it's still got a little way. It's got some legs on it still. Like I said, four or five more years. If they don't have another expansion after that, then I start to see it die out on the esports scene because something, if they don't do it themselves, something else will come to take its place. So yeah. it's sad to say that, but it is what it is. Um, we are going to jump into Even Rift Bro and talk about thing, all things Diablo. Uh, Diablo this past year, it saw the end of season one, and it had every. It's had 2015 had every season so far. All what is it? We're going in season five, so all four seasons. So we got to see all four seasons. Um, it seems seasons are going to be every two or three months, based on that. I think it was. I saw the time frame of when they started and ended, and it had like a week or two in between. So two or three months having a season, maybe four if it goes a little into holidays, kind of like this one did. So um, we are getting a new season after next week. Uh, we are planning on doing a Diablo episode, probably not the exact weekend after it came out, but the week after that. So that way we have a week to be able to play it and kind of give our feedback on what's new and what's awesome with it. Um, kind of wanted to talk about our favorites in there as well. Uh, we going, we're going to talk about what our favorite class was uh, as far as Diablo is concerned. Um, Jake, what was your favorite class overall this past year? Same thing. Crusader always will be. Okay. Uh, um, I know I didn't play Crusader this past uh, season or whatever I was playing. Um, what is it? I played a Barbarian um, just because I, get one, I thought I wanted to change, and then I realized halfway through it I didn't, but I got too deep into it and didn't switch. Mm-hmm. Crusader, it's it's fun because there's versatile game styles. And, I, you know, here towards the end of this season, I really tried to play the Monk. So, I mean, I really like the Monk because there's always... There's three or four personal game styles, like play styles you can play at the top or the upper ends uh, mm-hmm. with Monk, which is really fun. Um, you know, Solar Rifts and things like that, where Crusader, you know, there's the one build every season that's really good. 
other than the support where you just go in and tank stuff for everybody. Uh, but I, you know, playing Barbarian this season, I'm so bored of holding down my left mouse button and moving around the map. Yeah. Um, my favorite is definitely Witch Doctor. Uh, love playing that little twitchy zombie summoning person. <laughs> yeah. Um, he does so much damage and he has so much survivability on top of that. And had you asked me before last year what my favorite would have been, it would have definitely been Demon Hunter. But Demon Hunter has just been... It's like somebody dropped a nuclear bomb on it. It is bad. I see people play it, and they play well, and they do a lot of damage, but they die so much, and that's just... That's Demon Hunter's thing. They don't have any survivability. If you take if you take any of the survivability stuff, you are gimping everybody your damage, because you have to have a build with that. So... It kind of it's kind of weird how it works, and it saddens me because Demon Hunter was my first love. Um, we got a buddy back into Diablo a little bit, and we were talking the other night, Ben on Jake with Ben, how he used to go around as monk and just stay alive, and then I'll go around with Demon Hunter, and I was the glass cannon. If I got sneezed on, I would die, but I was doing I was playing well enough not to get sneezed on, but I was just destroying things. With so much damage, and it's just not that way anymore, and it saddens me. Yep. But um, we will talk more about the Diablo episode next week, guys. We'll talk about what we're planning on doing with that. Um, we are going to head on out to the show. If you like us on here, please feel free to subscribe. Tell your friends. I have been spamming in WoW and other other places. I'm trying to get it us out there, guys. Um, if you like what you heard, also take time to give us a five-star review on Stitcher or iTunes, primarily iTunes, because that's the easiest place for me to find them. Um, you can also email us at blizzcastshow, B-L-I-Z-Z, show at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at blizzcastshow. You can also follow us individually, isn't that right, Jake? Absolutely. You can follow Travis Roper at Zalindor26, that's at Z-A-L-I-N-D-O-R-2-6, or you can follow me at Milindara. That's M-Y-L-I-N-D-A-R-A. Alrighty, and you can access BlizzCast.net. That's our website. So to access show notes, any of the links we talk about, um, all that kind of stuff's down in the show notes. Um, thank you, thanks again for listening, guys. We hope to bring many more to you and have an awesome 2016. So everybody have a happy new year. To the I'm done. Thank you for that. <laughs> Better guess.